Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifeoluwa Abegunde. To the glory of God, Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School ahead of Sunday. January 16, 2022 is another Sunday. And do not forget our lessons as it concerns the requirement of God for us as his beloved is coming again today. For Sunday, we have the topic as the laws of justice and mercy. The laws of justice and mercy. The quest and the quick question that should come to each and every one of us is, what are these laws of justice and mercy? In the course of our lesson today, we will get to know all of this. And the greatest desire of God is not just for us to know, but be able to apply and live as God expects of us. I pray that this grace be granted in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly to our golden text. Do not follow the crowd in doing wrong. When you give testimony in a lawsuit, do not pervert justice by siding with the crowd. And do not show favoritism to a poor man in his lawsuit. That is taken from Exodus chapter 23 verses 2 and 3. There is usually a hood saying, and it's commonly referenced to by people, and that is a statement of the judiciary is the hope of the common man. The question is, in this our present world in Nigeria, do we really see this obtainable? Do we really see this in practice? Do people actually, like in the society where we live, that is characterized by all kinds of vices, do people live? In fulfillment of this, understanding well that those who are poor, those who are vulnerable, those who are, I mean, those who are weak, uh, they always had a favoring grant, even when most times they are not meant or they are not deserving what we do to them. This is a question for you and I. Is that what we see happening? Is that what we see even our judiciary doing when laws are expected to go in the favor of an innocent man does it happen that way or do we see most times that a guilty person is granted as innocent and even in most cases where some things are meant to be in favor of the poor the weak is it not until people are given bribe people are compensated or you know enriched in their pocket before they can do what is needful all of this becomes a concern even from time from the from time immemorial, I mean from the beginning with God, for He sees the heart of man. He knows how we go around the house. He had come to understand the nature of man, and that is why God again is bringing this lesson to you and I. Beyond justice, what more? I mean, as I have been able to bring example around the judiciary system, what more is God expecting you and I, who may not even have anything to do with court issues and cases? What more? Is the life that God expects us to live. I pray as we continue in the lesson, we'll be blessed extremely in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Our dear Lord will bless you. We are grateful for another grace to come before you. You have always been our teacher. We pray, Lord, that you will teach us your word. You will help our heart to live as you expected of us. And as you have given unto us example, we pray, Jesus, that none of this will be will stand against us and we will not be found guilty in all. We pray that this grace be given to everyone. Thank you, Father. Thank you because through us our world will be made better. 
In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Our lesson is in two parts. And the first part of our lesson says, God's command to practice justice. Read Exodus chapter 22, verses 1 to 9. It is clear from here that God did not just leave his own children unguided. The Israelites were given commandment on how to live life in such a way that he would be pleased with them and their fellow human beings as well would also find life easy and convenient one to another. A way that they will be caught in relationship with their self. And this is greatest concern of God to his own children. So it's not about the Israelite all alone today. It's a concern of God for every one of us. And that is why this lesson is coming. The command of God for them is to practice justice. And this is clinging on the ninth commandment. Where the Lord is expecting that everyone will do that which is right to his or our neighbor. And we see categorically in this chapter 23, as the Lord is bringing commandment, which is more of a form of warning and encouragement on how people should live in practice of what God expects from them. So what are these laws? What are these laws that is expressing God's requirement for us to practice justice? What are these laws? The first as mentioned from that passage where we are reading from, verses 1 to 9. The first is that do not spread false reports or give false witness to favor a guilty person. Is this not happening? But God is saying today that our reports, when we are called to express anything, must be as it is. What you know is what you should say. What you do not know, do not say what it's not hit. But we find our word today that people are encouraged and people even deliberately have put in themselves to put mouths even to matter that does not concern them. Or even when they are invited, they are prepared in their, in their heart to say something different from what it is. The Lord frowns at it and the Lord is saying today, do not spread false reports or give false witness to favor a guilty person. Another thing is, as God command, do not follow the majority in doing wrong or in the attempt to give evidence that could pervert justice. This is also as continuation for the first one. Most times, we always want to go by the majority. God is saying, do not do that. Don't go by the majority. Even if you are the only one standing, please let your standing be right standing. This is the message of God to us and that we should not find ourselves trying to give evidence unto, unto things that at the end it is a perversion of justice. This is God's warning. Another command is do not show favoritism against the poor person in a lawsuit. Because the poor man does not have who to help. Or the poor man is weak. The poor man is not rich. The poor man cannot even fight for his or herself. But God is saying, not because of all of this that we've come to know of them. And we should now work against them, even in lawsuits. But we should learn that God treats everyone equally and sees us rightly. So we too must not join the world to show favoritism against the poor man in lawsuits. Another concern of God is practice good works. When you see your neighbor's animals trailing, be sure to return it to its owner instead of just walking away. Most times, the greatest concern of human is self. 
himself, things that concerns her, as it may be even unto a family gender. What concerns us is our own thing. God is saying that it shouldn't be to that of our neighbor. Even when we see that what belongs to our neighbor is not appropriately in place, we are to help one another. That is why we are neighbors. That is why God has placed us side by side to ourselves. It shouldn't be something that gladdens our heart to see that something that belongs to others around us is trailing away or is not in order. We should bring it all back appropriately. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Another concern of God is that do not deny a poor person justice. Okay, sorry, I've said that earlier. The Lord, Okay, it's still the same as the Lord is bringing it again as a reminder that we should not deny a poor person justice during a law court. That he does not have power, he does not have a say in the society, doesn't mean that he should be denied. All that we should can do to ensure that even the right of a poor man is granted unto him, we should do it in all capacity that we have found ourselves. Another is do not be a false accusation against anyone, thereby putting the innocent person to death. This is still an emphasis to all that the Lord has been saying, even in the first place. We should not be what we find of us as Christians or as God's own. We must ensure that bearing false witness is out of it, is irritation unto God, and this we must go against. It's as simple as saying we are liars, because that is just it. What is not it? Why are you saying it is? The Lord bless us as we yield in obedience in Jesus' name. Another is do not accept bribe because it blinds and twists the word of the righteous. This is also important. Some of us, until we have bribed, until we are given something, that is when, you know, that is when we see reasons to do what is right. And do we have to wait till then? Something can be done by you. You are in the position, you have the capacity, and you are waiting for somebody to bribe you before you do. Yes, the word has turned into that. But can't yours be different? This is the message of God for us. And it's a question of the fact that if we are really God's own, then we would understand that there is a need for us to demonstrate the nature of Christ, which is sacrificial love and giving. I pray that the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Then, the last of it is do not oppress a foreigner. After all, they know, we also know how it hurts. Especially the Israelite, that is a reference point now for what it means to be a stranger at a place before. In Egypt, where they were taken out from, they were not treated well. God is expecting the Israelite now to also learn to treat even strangers well, as some of us do. At one point or the other, we didn't find ourselves where we are today. It is by His grace, it is by His help. Even when some of us want to claim it out of our hard work or whatever we have done sacrificially by our own accord. But if one understanding that has come to us is if God has not backed it up for us, nothing around us is ever possible. And this is God's message. If everyone has received mercy, if everyone has been favored at one point or the other, then we should extend the same to others, ensuring that strangers are treated well. All of this is God's concern to us as his own children. And he expects that we live to do that, that we are cherishing what is called justice. Unto the weak, unto those who have no voice, those who are even hopeless in the society. We value them, we show concern to them. This is God's law of justice and mercy. 
that even when people are helpless, we are there to help them because we have been granted that privilege. God is calling on us and he's expecting that even according to Matthew chapter 5 verse 44, he teaches us also in, the, in his word to practice justice and expressing a showing of mercy even to loving our enemies, people who ordinarily don't deserve our love, people who ordinarily we could count as unlovable. The Lord is teaching our heart again today as a communist word that we should love everyone, show concern, and be just in our dealings. I pray as we do this, we also will be counted as God's disciple. We also will be counted as, a, as, as Jesus, the small Jesus that we had today, even if Jesus is not presently moving everywhere as it was in, that, in those times. God is counting on us to reflect Jesus to the world around doing as it is right, as it is just, and sacrificial unto others. I pray that God bless us in Jesus' name. The last part of our message today is the command to rest. Exodus 23, verses 10 to 12. And the command to rest is coming because God still have the desire of his people at heart, understanding what it means to rest from active world. God makes it clear emphasizing it in two dimensions. The first is that there is a need for them to cultivate their feeds and harvest crop in six successive, successive year and ensure that on the seventh year, the year is, is given to rest and that after whatever it is that comes out or that is still growing on the land, the concern for those who are, who are you know, weak, the widow, the orphan, those who might possibly have nothing to feed on, even wild animals, should be a desire to make things available unto them. And the last of it, as God commands, is that people should rest, rest on the seventh day. And on the seventh day, it makes reference to the Sabbath day. We should rest from our active work. Rest so that everything and everyone around you can rest too. People who help you to work can rest too. This is God's command. You can rest that, that your body can be refreshed. Even some more and greater attacks are ahead. God loves us and that is why he's bringing this command. He demonstrated it in the creation story. Jesus demonstrated it even as he moves around. From the, he moves away from the crowd to meet with God and to rest. This is a life that can help us too. I pray as we eat, the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Our body will be sustained even for greater attacks in Jesus' name. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. We've come to the end. Bye, everyone.